Hello, welcome to the Red Shirt Podcast with me, Matt, the Lost Geek. And me, Rachel, the Casual Fan. These people, they're just using us. They're playing some kind of game and we are just the pieces. This is ridiculous. We're not going to Guam, are we? Okay, so hello everyone. This is our first ever Lost podcast. We are the Red Shirts. We are. Um, <laughs> Sadly, there are no Red Shirt deaths in this episode. Sadly, there are no Red Shirts left in Lost. I know. What happened I to the Red more. Shirts? <laughs> Frogat was the last of them. I know. Do you want to call Frogat? No, he wasn't, but we'll just say he was. Maybe with with Ajira crashing, mm, there'll be a few more few more Red Shirts yeah. to go around yeah. and <laughs> be killed by flaming arrows. Yeah. Well, we can hope. Good anyway. old days. <laughs> anyway, we can we can live and hope. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is our first ever podcast. Um. You'll have to bear with us. We do jump around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way we are, and we hope you can put up with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, please, you know, give us a listen, see what you think, and um, we'll go straight to the recap of tonight's episode three sixteen. So we opened on a very familiar looking scene. Um, yeah. Obviously, I really like this, by the way. They were trying to yeah, trying to mirror the pilot here. Um, we opened up on a close up on Jack's eye. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Jack. He's lying in a bamboo forest. <laughs> yeah. As in the Seems first. familiar. <laughs> very familiar, as in the first episode. Um, we pull back. He stands up, finds a piece of paper in his pocket saying "I wish," and at this yeah. point, we're all thinking. What, what's that? Did, did you wonder what that was about? I did actually, but I was a bit taken back by what was going on, but then I thought, okay, he's got something to stand, that's going to be the film. Yeah. This is last and this is what they do. Yeah, you did, <laughs> you did say straight away, actually. Yeah. Um, you did say straight away. I did away. say straight away, I bet you they're going to stop like in about five minutes and then just recap what happened, how he got there. Yeah. Then not do the yeah, I was I was thinking he was gonna pull out a little bottle of vodka, little yeah, bottle. Yeah, so did I actually. Airport yeah. vodka with that scene. Anyway, so he goes through <laughs> and he runs through the jungle and he hears Hurley. Yeah. Um, knew we it was all know Hurley. it's Hurley, dude. Jack, you listen know it's Hurley. Knew it was yeah. Knew yeah. it was Hurley <laughs> pretty much straight away, and he finds Hurley in the water with a guitar case. Yeah. Which I thought it was cool. I think with the guitar maybe Charlie. So yeah, maybe Charlie. Well, he's not to have been able to see Charlie. Yeah. Still. Either Charlie's visited him yeah. and told him to yeah. go in his place yeah. with the guitar. Yeah, with the guitar. Um, and I suppose Hurley could have even maybe got hold of Charlie's brother Liam yeah. and got one of Charlie's actual guitars. Maybe. But um, that's just a theory at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they'll explain that later on. Why? So. Why oh, Hurley yeah, was? Why Hurley was yeah. at the airport? Um, so basically, yes. Uh, Jack finds Kate. She's kind of unconscious, and he goes yeah. over and wakes her up. And then we get a screen come up, and it says 48 
46. 46 hours earlier, yeah. 46 hours earlier, and at this point, I suppose we knew that it was going to be an episode which led up to yeah. the beginning, and it would probably end where it yeah, began. Yeah, just where it began, which is, you know, yeah. Which, anyway, um, so we, we, we pick up right where last episode's ended, um, underneath the church. Yeah. And I really like the whole, I mean, the show's always been about faith and science, um, you know, playing off against each other. And I really enjoyed the fact that there's a scientific research station underneath a church. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> you know, it's, it's just one of the themes. Yeah. One of the themes of the show, and yeah. they, they play it off quite well. Anyway, um, so we meet obviously Mrs. Hawking here, and she takes us down into the station. It turns out that it is actually a Dharma station, yeah. the only off-island Dharma station that we know of. And yeah. um, she goes on to explain that it is called the Lamppost. Um, an obvious Narnia reference, yeah, which I, I quite liked, and then of course we had the really cool pendulum swinging all over the place. Um, no one seemed too bothered about that, did they? No, they were just like, oh, there's a massive thing swinging, you know, what's that? None of that, you know. It, it looked big enough to take a, a grown, <laughs> a grown man. I like out. Desmond just sort of yeah. <laughs> weaves between it. Desmond, like, Desmond and his ninja skills. I know. <laughs> he managed to avoid that he one, does. didn't he? Um, so yeah. He doesn't even spare it a second glance either, he's just like sort of... I know, I don't think he even knew it was there, you know? I know. Ninja, ninja, second life, tell you now. It's, it's true, that, that's the biggest mystery on Lost, how Desmond could avoid that's the pendulum. That's how Ben got <laughs> all those... Of course. Desmond's ninja skills. No, I, I think he was standing on the map, the pendulum beat him up. I think not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I say Desmond, you say the map. Well, Desmond is a ninja. Desmond we'll, is we'll, a ninja. We'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, yeah. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, Mrs. Hawking explains that the island um, was basically found yeah. uh, via this large pendulum. That's how Dharma found the island. Mm -hmm. um, she, she uses a scientific explanation um, to do with electromagnetic energy and various po interconnected points on the Earth and... It all comes off as a little bit Star Trek, a little bit sci-fi. What did you feel? Did you feel it was a bit? It's a bit. Well, the way she explains everything, it's like it's. Do you think it was a bit, you know, science fictiony, bit, yeah. bit convenient that she? Bit convenient that she's there going, well, this is how it works, basically, and you know. Yeah, it didn't feel like Lost. I mean, we're, yeah. we're so used to a show that alludes to things. It just doesn't as... tell you anything, and then suddenly she's there. Exactly. We're so used to show that alludes to things as opposed yeah. to just gives answers or gives explanations for things like this. That's what's... But at least in just bring her in, you did have a... Um, an episode. Yeah, yeah. And, ex and she's the same sort of character. She just explains to him exactly what exactly. what's I going think, on. I think the Lost producers did refer to her as the Doc Brown yeah. character um, back in... And she does just explain. Back in season three, they called her the Doc Brown yeah. character. Um, flashes before your eyes. What was that little photo that Jack looked at? On the warp, on the board. Yeah. I think it was something to do with um, the fifties. Yeah, I don't know. It was something to do with the Jughead episode, maybe. Mm. Um, it said something like U.S. Army, nineteen fifty-four, which was the no, same. No, it caught his eye though because he stopped listening and just went over and looked at it. Yeah, I think it said U.S. Army, nineteen fifty-four, which is the same episode, same time Jughead was set. Um, so yeah, basically, Mrs. Hawking tells them that the island has always been moving. Mm -hmm. um, That's why they can't. 
that's why no one came to rescue them, yeah, which kind of makes sense, maybe. But if it's been just, like, reappearing and appearing somewhere else... I don't know, see... Wouldn't I'm, someone... Wouldn't it, like, appear on top of some island one place? See, yeah, I, I had a theory. kind of freaked out. Yeah, I, Aliens, I, it's aliens. The answer to the show. I did, I did think, um, you know, if it is just randomly jumping, why didn't it end up in New York, you know what I mean? I know. But, it, but I don't think... I think maybe it wasn't randomly jumping. I think maybe the island... It's moving very slowly, like a turtle. Yeah. You know, like swimming through the water, almost like a vessel, just moving What's through space um, slowly. So slow that no one on the island could notice it moving. And when, when we see the island disappear, it hasn't, at the end of series four, mm. the island hasn't disappeared or hasn't jumped to somewhere. It's just moved to a different point in time. Um, and a different point in time relative to its movement, if that makes sense. So the island's gone back to a point where it was somewhere else because it had moved. Think of a blank piece of paper. Okay. If it started on the <laughs> left side of the paper yeah. and was moving slowly across to the right side of the paper yeah. and then it was halfway across and it jumped through time to a point in the past, it would be a third of the way across the paper. Yeah. So that's, that's what's going on. with. That's why it's changing from day to night. It's not mo- It's not changing from day to night because when, when the island jumps through time, yeah. it didn't change into day and night because time the time of day has changed. Yeah. It's jumped to a point where it was on the other side of the earth and in the shadow of the earth. It makes sense. Yeah. Think about it. It does. It makes sense. Anyway, enough anyway, of that. Anyway, we're probably going to get the answers to that. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> so of, that's, it's just left of that. that that's going to go the way of Libby and the Mental Institute. I know, right? yeah. But yeah, um, so the island moves through moves through space, Mrs. Hawking basically said, and the only way they could find it was by building this pendulum. Don't know how the science works. Don't particularly care. That pendulum was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it was cool. And basically she says to Jack, which is kind of not scientific, you have to best recreate the conditions of the crash of 815. That's what I don't get. To recreate to... the conditions. is like This is a big complaint a lot of people have been having about the show. Um, you'd need them all, wouldn't you? You'd need all the passengers. All the passengers. Instead of... I like how Hurley does by all the people. Yeah, yeah. In order to spare the... Yeah, that's just so Hurley. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like fate wants them to go there. Yeah. Fate wants them to end up on the island. So it's it's like tricking fate, isn't it? Yeah. They're trying to fool fate to get them onto the island. I think that's the idea. But it doesn't make much yeah. sense. Doesn't. Um, I do wonder, though, if the psychic... Um, mm. I'm, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here again. But <laughs> the psychic back in series one who said to Claire... Um, don't get on this plane, and then all of a sudden change his mind and said, you have to get on this plane. Mm. Did he have some kind of connection to the Lampo station? And could he see... Maybe, actually, maybe. Could he see that the island was going to be in a... Mrs. Hawking uses the term window. But he called himself a fake, didn't he? He did. See, this is why I lost... See, I thought that maybe maybe Libby would have something to do with that, because she, like I was saying, she could have something... You know how she was in a mental hospital with yeah. Pearly? She could be keeping an eye on him, but she also, also gave the boat to Desmond, didn't she? Exactly. For his travel around the world. Exactly. So, Libby is, I mean, I've, I've said it before, Libby's Dharma. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, I don't know if they're, going, if they're going that way. I don't know if we'll ever see Libby again. You know, yeah. I mean. It's all the actresses fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what a DUI can do for you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, the, the, the psychic might have been able to see that there was going to be a, but 815 was going to enter the window, just like Mrs. Hawking explained about Jira. Yeah. So maybe he saw that the window was going to be there at the same time 815, and he, he said to Claire, you must get on this plane. Yeah. 
Um, of course, you know, like you said, the fake ex- the, f- the psychic said to Echo, "Oh, I'm a fake. I'm a fraud." Yeah. Um, what does that mean? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, think that will ever be wrapped up. Either, no, it won't. That's why I lost such a mind fuck because they give you one thing and then they just throw it out the window in yeah. the next scene. But then they expect you to still ask questions about. And then they'll like answer it like four seasons later. Or they'll just leave it yeah, open forever. Yeah, they'll just forever. leave it open and it's like, yeah, it'll explain itself. Um, so anyway, yeah, the, the rest of the episode basically <laughs> is, is them doing what Mrs. Hawkins said, trying to recreate the conditions yeah. of the 815 crash. Um, um, and that's why Mrs. Hawking tells Jack that um, Locke is going to play the role of Christian Shepherd, and that Locke needs to have something of Christian Shepherd's in order to act as a proxy that will help the the Ajira plane, um, find the island. What did you think then of of the of that that's that part of the episode? It was a bit silly when you think about it, but I like it. I thought it was. Well, when when they were talking. Just the whole concept of it, you know. Getting on the plane. Yeah. But I like I liked the scene when they were all getting on the plane. It reminded me of the end of season one when it shows them all getting on the plane before, even though there's only like six of them. They, <laughs> they definitely tried to mirror. Season one. Uh, even the music, I thought. Yeah. The music was very series one inspired, yeah. and it was you know you saw the shots of the characters sitting yeah. in the chairs, and you know, and that was really quite cleverly done. That, mm-hmm. um, and I liked all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So basically, yeah, the rest of the episode isn't really all, you know, not that much happens really. Not that much happens. No. Um, well, interesting introduction to, um, Jack's granddad. Yeah. Bit convenient. Yeah, well. I, it, he I, was running away, so he packed his dead son's shoes, and then Jack just happens to come along and unpack the stuff, finds his dad's shoes when he needs them. Well, you see, you I can. Think it's, is it convenient, or, or was it set up? You can, ex- yeah, you was can. It fate? You can explain <laughs> it with, oh, it was fate that Jack found Christian's shoes. <laughs> it's you like know. everyone's fate, or. Yeah, it's a bit. It was a bit. It was know. a bit convenient. But it come makes on, you wonder. Do was his name Ray Shepherd? Ray, yeah, yeah, Ray Shepherd. It makes you wonder if Ray Shepherd is going to come into the. Into the series later on down I'll the line. Tell you who is going to come into the series. That guy at the at the um the plane seat like oh the the, oh yeah the Asian looking bloke yeah the geezer who said to Jack oh condolences he's on gonna your be friend. one of us he's gonna be a red shirt like, he, <laughs> he's a main character definitely um <laughs> he, he, I'm pretty sure he's a well established actor I've I've seen him in Three Kings you know the film yeah. Three Kings I've seen him in a few stuff. Um, he seems kind of high profile to be just yeah. a guest star. Also, the woman who was with Said. Said yeah, a bit of an a bit of an Anne Lucia. Ah, uh, maybe parallel going on there. Um, so yeah, basically. I'm sure I've seen her in that or something. Yeah, she does look familiar. Look I'm sure the female cop. You know, she could be sitting in for both the marshal. I mean, the proxy or Anne Lucia. for both the marshal and Anne Lucia. Let's think. Who could that that be? See, I was thinking. I was thinking Saeed. So was I, but then Saeed. Because was there. Saeed's sitting in for Kate, but Saeed's there. Mm. Oh, and did you notice Ben was late to the flight, just like Hurley was? Mm. Do you reckon that Kate might be sitting in for Claire? Might be pregnant. I, I, I like that. I like that idea. It's just because um, I did think well. Her and Jack slept together the night before. The night before. But, yeah. you know, is an unfertilised egg really the same as a, you know, a, a nine-month a nine month baby in the stomach of Claire? I, 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 I'd like that. And, I mean, it would, it would 
it would fill a void, so to speak, in Claire's life if she, you know, in, in Kate's life, sorry, if she had a child of her own, mm. just to, you know, to look forward to. Um, and again, Aaron, what, what happened there? She just... I do not know. I, I can't... And I think that's not going to be answered for a while now, because they are... What about sons, like, little, your little bird? Well, th these circumstances leading up to the... Um, them getting on Ajira, the Ajira yeah. 316, the flight, and we're obviously going to be explained later down the line in some kind of flashback. Yeah, definitely um, with Hurley and Saeed. And... Exactly, because we don't get any idea why Hurley's there, or Saeed. It's like Lal laid on here. It seems like they're going to repeat season one almost yeah. by flashing back to before they got on the plane throughout the rest of the series, which is fine by me. I, I, I like, I I like, like flashbacks. season one, my favourite season. Exactly, I, I like flashbacks. Um... Uh, it was only, you know, it was nice and simple back then, yeah. <laughs> before they brought electromagnetic hatches, <laughs> time travel, Jacob. No big swingy things. Pendulums. <laughs> no ninjas. Ninjas, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ben, covered in blood, obviously something oh, to I do. I have no idea. I reckon it was Desmond. I'm telling you now, ninja. <laughs> no, I reckon it was Desmond. No. It, it, it's, it's something to do with Penny. Something to do with... Because... Because I have kept up, got a promise, didn't he? He, yeah, he he does say a promise to an old friend. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, Would you call him a friend? I'm, I'm sure we'll see more on that later down the line. Um, another one, a strange one as well, uh, Frank. It just happened. Mm. The thing is, he was meant to be flying the plane, wasn't he? He, he does say in series four, yeah. I was supposed to fly that plane yeah. uh, when he rings the Oceanic Hotline. Mm. Um, but it's it's kind of like, if if he was supposed to fly the plane, yeah. why did fate stop him? Was it so he could fly the Ajira plane? See, because another thing as well, the plane didn't crash. Mm. They, did, they were kind of... That's sucked, <laughs> sucked off the plane. <laughs> Maybe um, hit jump through time again, but I don't um, see how that would happen because they're in at the end when Jim turns up. And well, of course, they 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 disappeared from the plane, and mm. then they're in the seventies or the eighties. You know, the Dharma day, yeah. the Dharma yeah. days, and and Jin looks. Jin's all sweet. <laughs> Jin looks sweet. Jin looked pretty. Jin looked pretty well. Like yeah. I've been here for a while, yeah. didn't he? He sort of doesn't recognise him at first. As well. He, he, well, he does. He does, but it takes him a while. He's like a bit. Yeah, well, I think like you know, he's got himself a job with Dharma. Yeah, he could. I, he hope, I hope he doesn't have a family because poor stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. He could have settled down. You know, yeah. it seems to me like I also think that he's not just... that's a good idea. That's a good way for him to have learned English. Like if he'd lived there for quite a while, like five years. See, that's a really good thing as well. We could finally see Jin speaking fluent like, English. English. Even though he probably wouldn't speak fluent English, even if after so long. Well, that's it. He'll be there to, to translate for people. Not necessarily, because Pierre Chang, the guy, the guy who at the start, you know, um, at the Orchid, yeah. the guy who says there are rules, rules <laughs> that cannot be broken. Him. Yeah. He's Korean. Yeah. Charlotte speaks Korean, and mm. um, she was from Dharma. I think the Darwinists have spoke Korean as a language, yeah. which could tie in, of course, the son's dad being part of being involved with Dharma. Yeah, oh, that's all weird. But anyway, because um, he was obviously a huge businessman, I reckon he provided a lot of the mm. machinery for Dharma to, to, to and the funding and machinery to build, you know, to build the orchid. Or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, Frank on the plane was cool. I really liked it. 
when his voice came on the thing, I was like, yes. Yeah. And then when I saw <laughs> yes. him. Like, Double I, yes. I, yeah, when I saw him, I was like, who's this? Sean. <laughs> Clean shaven pilot bloke. Sweet. I didn't even, I didn't recognise him at first, to be honest. Sweet ass. I, I didn't recognise him at first, but you know. What about what you think of him, Locke's suicide? Oh, I thought it was actually very sad when it went yeah. Jack. I mean, it's it's so John Locke, isn't it? I know. One word suicide note. Well, well, one, one, one sentence. A one sentence yeah. suicide note. I wish you had believed me. Yeah, I wish you had believed me. John Locke. <laughs> it's just like, it's so Locke in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. I thought it was great. Doesn't, um, it doesn't, don't they like get the white, the white light sucks them from the plane, as you really call it, after he's read it. Well, yeah, it's, it's it. and it doesn't happen as well till he's till he read There's it, no so. coincidence in that. As soon as he read that note, the island or whatever. See, so so what happened to them then? Did they get sucked off via um, the time shift in the same way that the people who were left behind after the mm. you know after they left the island and it started jumping through time, or was it was it something else? Was it? I don't know. Um, did the island just teleport them off? Do you know? It seems a bit strange mm. uh, because we didn't see Ajira. Um, three one six crash. We no. didn't see the plane crash. However, I don't know. It, the plane maybe crashed in the present. But they got sucked back to the seventies. But that would mean: Did Locke's body get sucked down? Did Saeed yeah. get sucked down? Did Ben get sucked down? My son. Yeah. I love what he says. We're not Frank says we're not going to Guam, are we? Yeah. Well, <laughs> He's like, we're not going to Guam, are we? That's the best. That's, that's the best the line best in the line episode. In the whole show. Like, um, you just know. I love how he's just like he's he's just along for the ride as yeah, well because he's, he's like we're not going to Guam, are we? He, he he doesn't care though. He's yeah. just like oh, I can't wait to come back to the <laughs> island, you know. And of course, um, the title itself refers to the plane. Yeah. Um, but and also the day it was aired was three hundred sixteen days after. Well, <laughs> like, I, I doubt I doubt that was actually you know a, a good lostpedia fact there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not read directly from the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but then you've got, you know, the Bible connection, which is interesting yeah. as well. Um, Lost always had had religious undertones, shall mm. we say. Things, you know, they tried to have a nice mixture of all sorts of religions. But I thought this was probably the most religious episode we've seen um, mm. so far. You've got... I don't know, if you watched some ones of Mr. Echo. Exactly, Echo was, was a very religious part of the show, but I mean... We had the John 316 reference. Yeah. Um, obviously, John 316 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whatsoever belief in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of ties in with what Locke said, I wish yeah. you had believed me. Um, and it also, you know, you've got the scene in the church where Ben basically goes on about Thomas the Apostle. Well, that's another thing I wanted to get to actually. Um, a lot of people are complaining uh, from what I've read, you know, amongst the community yeah. that oh, people are always going to be complaining. Well, exactly, <laughs> but but some people are complaining that the, the whole Oceanic Six storyline off Yana was a waste of time. There was no need for Not it. Really, but you see, and they're saying, oh well, Jack could have became a man of faith on the island. But don't you think that's what makes it? Yeah, because what was he, he was when he was on the island, he didn't. Well, he did like it, but he didn't want to be there on the actual island. I think he wanted to be with the people who do it. Yeah. But he, not on an island with a big, scary, huge monster. Well, also, think about his, his, his faith as a character. He started off as a man of science. Yeah. Even at the end of series four, when the island disappeared, he refused to accept it. Mm. He was saying, that's impossible, you know. And he was saying, um, you know, 
John, miracles don't happen. No such mm. thing as miracles, you know, and all but that. But it took him with his time off the island, actually. Exactly. It took three years yeah. off the island for him to make that transition, that, that complete reverse, reverse yeah. transition of being a man, a complete man of science to a man of you faith. You would do, wouldn't you, if you'd just come off that island, you'd be completely freaked out about. It would change your perceptions on pretty on much everything. everything. It would. <laughs> you'd be, you wouldn't want to go anywhere, would you? Just it would. Something. But I think a part of it as well, and what changed faith was, the island was basically playing cruel tricks on him. Yeah. It was trying to get him to come back by basically making him see that his life off the island was crap. The same way it did with John Locke before he was on the island. The thing with Kate, though, she, she was doing all right, wasn't she? Other than the fact that she probably wasn't really that great, but... She was doing all right, and that's the, she's really the only one who was. Yeah. Think about it. You had Hurley who wanted to go back. He was back in the mental institute. Yeah. You had, you know... I think Hurley just wanted to stay in the mental institute, and I can't blame him. Well, no, he, he kept saying we need to. We should have never yeah. left that freaky island. You've got Saeed, who was working for Ben, going around killing people. Mm. Saeed was well and truly had enough, you know. His yeah. life was pretty pretty dumb. Um, Saeed didn't want to kill him. Son just wanted gin, you know what I mean? That's all she wanted. Oh, and I can't wait for that. <laughs> the reunion. Reunion. Reunion, but... See, that's the thing. However long Jin's been on this island for... Because he looks, like, pretty much at home, doesn't he, at the end of the episode? Like, pretty much yeah. used to his surroundings or whatever. It's gonna be. It's never gonna be the same for Sun and Jin, is it? Probably not. No. Mm. Well, if Jin's been there for a while, for, say five years, he'd be he's been there for five years or whatever. Which is which is and my Sun's theory. Sun's been the island for three years. Which is my theory. They haven't seen each other for a long time. The thing is, if if he's been on there for five years and she's been off for three years, and they meet up, it's sort of the same sort of theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Theoretically, if he's been there for five years, which we, which could be the case, yeah. it could be, it could, could have been be there for, a, it could have been there for three weeks. Yeah, um, it's it's. But his hair looks. His hair looks longer. He looks well comfortable in that Dharma suit. Yeah, um, as you would be. I well, want one. <laughs> I, I I want one too. I but, want one. But yeah, basically, um, it's anyone's guess what's going on with the time shifting. Yeah. Which of course needs another question. Charlotte said, you know, basically explained that you can't if you've left the island, try and go back. Yeah. You're going to die. This place is death, you know. Yeah, she's saying don't bring her back. Well, yeah, exactly. And I, I, you told me not to come back because you said if I come back, a bad, very bad things will happen. Mm. Um, You know, she said that's a Daniel. But that's like, that's just saying that Daniel's going to go to her when she's 10. It is, there. but it also means that what she said is true. She died yeah. by com- because she came back. But does he really think that by telling her, even if he goes and tells her now not to come back, she's still going to do it? Unless it's like a thing is, time. I can't. Oh, time. Oh. Don't, don't try and get your head around time travel. It's not worth it. I don't. I just watched Doctor Who and laughed at a baby pen, and I don't actually watch it for the time travel at all. Yeah, you're a big Doctor Who fan. Aren't yeah. You? Yeah, I saw my friend who was a big fan of Doctor Who, but didn't watch it for any of the sci-fi. No, I, I do. I do. I've you, got you, all the books. You know, I do. Yeah, yeah. He didn't watch it for the sci-fi. He just hoped Billy Piper would get a tits out. That's all he watched it for. Uh, and then he stopped watching when Billy Piper left. I said to him, "You should, you should go and watch that." Um, Memoirs of a call girl or whatever, Diary of a call yeah. girl. Yeah, then she gets a tits out. Then, then she gets a tits out. Anyway. No, Rose was my favourite in Doctor Who. Yeah, Rose was good. Rose was come on, epic. Come on, you can't beat a bit of Martha. You can. You can with Donna, she was the best. Martha was Martha was what it was about. No, it wasn't. It was Donna or Rose, because Donna was just... Oh, she was I funny. thought you didn't like Donna. I loved Donna, I didn't like Martha. You didn't like Donna at first? No, I did. I did. I, cause, well, I didn't because I didn't like Catherine Tate. The Catherine Tate show I didn't like. I'm not a big fan of Catherine Tate, but I thought Donna was. Awesome. No, I I I like I like Catherine Tate, but I didn't like the Catherine Tate show. 
Fair enough. Anyway. So, anyway. Anyway, um, Walt, I, I thought we'd see Walt in this episode. Yeah. I thought he'd be going back to the island. He didn't. Maybe, 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 I don't know what's happening with, with Walt, but it would be a good like, explanation for like, like how he's got so old, the actor, if he'd been on the island and stuff. I, I really don't know what's, <laughs> what's going on with Walt. Hmm. Then again, he was off the island and he grew up. I don't know. I don't know. I reckon they're just going to leave Walt. We're, not, we're never going to see him again. Well, they ruined Michael's story in series. I know. My, I miss Michael. Michael's story was... Watching season one and season two. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael there is... He is the most annoying character ever in series yeah. two, but... My boy! My son! You my son! my boy! Oh. I, th I think they would have saved themselves a lot of dollars, the creators. I know. Just pre-recorded those lines. Just pre-recorded... <laughs> Pre-recorded the, the lines, my son, my, son. my boy, Whoa, and wahahalt, <laughs> and then just like stretched it out into different like you couldn't read or whatever, and just and just dubbed Michael's yeah. dialogue yeah. for series two. They would have been sorted. It would have. Um, his return was was interesting, but I just uh, feel like it wasn't <laughs> the longest reveal ever. Walking down the corridor. Oh, God, that was. <laughs> They're very good at that. that you was... do it with Claire when you know when she comes out the jungle in season. One, I think it was. Yeah. And when she comes out, and it's like forever. Like, yeah. It's, they don't. They don't. Yeah. They do like the long reveals. Yeah. Of us. It's, it's when he's walking down the corridor in the you the freighter. Like, for about ten minutes or something. For fifteen minutes. And you're you know. like, hmm, yeah, I wonder who this could be. Yeah, oh. they, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. Um, take. They, well, they were taking a time in that one. Anyway, <laughs> what do you think about um, Jack and Kate? Well, Kate's being a usual hissy self, isn't she? Shut up. I mean, come she's on. She's confused. She's she, a woman. She's allowed to. She's been confused since <laughs> since the I first episode of series one. No, it's actually throughout season two when she starts taking it off the screen. No, she's she just doesn't get it. She, you know, I really, I like I like Kate as a character. She's got an yeah. interesting backstory. But then, like one sec, but I don't know. It's really confusing with Kate. One second, it's like she's afraid to actually stay with one person. Well, yeah, that that's part of her character, but it, yeah. it's 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 like you know. Oh, Jack, it's awful. You know, she looked like she was stoned off her face. Oh, it's awful. Aaron's been taken or whatever happened to Aaron. We don't. So here we go, I'll have sex with you and have... Well, yeah, you know, Kate's like, oh, don't ever ask me about Aaron again. Oh, by the way, let's just have sex right now. It was it was in, in keeping with Kate's character, because yeah. I thought she's been like from the start. She has. Jumping around, getting jealous, you know, between yeah. characters. Like, not on the island, but like... Analysia, so well, often, you know. Well. Yeah, but come on, Sawyer. Yeah, I know, but spinal spinal surgeon or con man. Redneck. <laughs> it depends what you're into, I suppose. Sawyer's hair. Sawyer's hair. I'm sorry, Sawyer's hair doesn't hold a candle to Jack's facial hair. <laughs> it does. It doesn't. <laughs> come on, that beard. That beard, I must admit. <laughs> that was a bit, come on, that beard was enough to turn any, any woman's mind, that one. Uh. <laughs> Any man's mind. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone can grow a beard that fake looking. Ooh. Nothing will ever be as unconvincing and convincing. I don't know, that toupee. Actually, that toupee. That mullet in uh, Man of Science, Man yeah. of Faith. That the mullet in the, in the first episode of Series 2 gave that beard a run for its money. I know. But I think the beard tops it for it fakest looking hair in Lost. <laughs> in TV history. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing is... Um, but we kind of got a little glance at the Dharma logo on Jin's... Um... Well, yeah, you can sort of guess that it's the Dharma logo. 
Oh, I know. I mean, the symbol. You know, we can find out what what hat she worked in or whatever. Mm. It, it looks, looks like a star or something. Yeah, it looks like a sheriff's badge. Mm. Um, Ooh, and he's got a gun. Exactly. I'm thinking security. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's not really much else to say about this episode. Not really, no. I f I really like the overall though. Yeah, I did. I did, but I don't know. I'm still still not too sure about it. Yeah, I know. You know, you're not a big fan of. Series five and the sci-fi no, and the, not. you definitely prefer the older show, don't yeah. you? Because it is a completely different show now. There's no doubt about it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was. can accept it's true. Yeah, mm. and you're still kind of interested in what happens. Yeah. Um. So yeah, looking forward to where it goes. There's yeah. Obviously, there's no i. We've got no idea what they're gonna do next because it's lost. No. Um, <laughs> any predictions? Um. Well, I reckon that. Jin and whoever else saw you and all that being on living in celebrities wherever it's meant to be set for quite a while. I think that's gonna happen. For like a good few years. Yeah. Maybe they've come to the realisation that they won't be going. They won't be seeing people ever again. Ever again. Yeah. So they 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 this is basically accepted that they're stuck in the eighties yeah. or it's a bit convenient that it was Jin who came and like came on the phone. Considering that um what the people who work. That Hurley Jack and Kate think Jin's dead. Yeah. As well. They must be, you know, yeah, in a bit of a surprise. Of course. Ooh. Last they saw of him, he was on the boat when it blew up. Yeah. We're probably expecting Michael to pop up, <laughs> pop up somewhere I as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, so yeah, that's that'll do for the recap. Mm -hmm. um, a pretty good episode overall. So yeah, you can email us if you've got any theories or anything you want to say about the show or whatever at um, the red shirts podcast at googlemail.com or you can visit us at redshirtspodcast.blogspot.com um, okay thank you very much guys um, cheers yeah we will see you next week um, for the next episode called the life and the death of Jeremy Bentham I wonder what that could be. About. <laughs> <laughs> could you sound any happier about that? <laughs> I don't like him. No, Locke is not Rachel's favourite character. character. I mean, he's a good character overall for the show, but he's a bit of a bastard, let's be honest. Should be interesting to see his backstory yeah. though. Um, I'm looking forward to that scene when he has, well, when he feels <laughs> I'm just evil. No, Locke is good. I doubt it's the last we've seen of Locke. Anyway, that's that's it from us, the red shirts. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening and namaste. <laughs>